Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. Hello, guys, and welcome back to this week's episode. Um, Today we have on the amazing Haley Oliver. She is my social media director and she owns the Dreamhouse Agency. She is a wife and she's a mom of two beautiful girls and is simply just the best. I am so grateful for her and everything she's done with my business and she's just an expert. So we have her on to talk all about social media today, but we're going to start off first with our weekly favorites and weekly updates and Haley's going to join us in this. So Rachel, do you want to start with your weekly favorite? Yes. Oh, sorry. The microphone's fine. No, it's all good. Well... Very excited that Haley's here. Thank you. She's Alita's social media girl, but I message her for my own <laughs> benefit. She's just, she knows her stuff. And Alita and I talk about it constantly, how we're like, how does Haley do it all? It's insane. Aww. Your your brain's capacity to withhold everything of everyone's business and your own life is outstanding. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a lot. There's a lot that goes in there, but I genuinely love what I do. So, so. I love that. <laughs> but you're the best. And my weekly favorite is the Perfect Derma Peel because I just did it to myself. And I just love that peel so much. It really packs a punch. It has retinol in it, vitamin C, glutathione, salicylic acid, TCA, phenol, kojic acid. It is packed to the brim with like every ingredient ingredient I'm obsessed with it just does so much for the skin and I do like that you can bring it close to your eye area like you can take it on your eyelids if you want yeah did you um I went like pretty close yeah I went right under my eyebrow I didn't go like quite on my eyelids um I like get nervous people are gonna call me stupid but I'm like it's in the protocol okay I can do it (laughs) yeah yeah I put it on overnight for a deeper peel so yeah, no, I just love the perfect peel and I'm peeling right now. So that is my weekly favorite. What is yours, Haley? Mm. The higher dose red light mask. So good. It's amazing. <laughs> Got it from Alita. Pick it up at Flourish soon. Um, it's amazing. I don't know. It's just so good. I it's red light so therapy. Convenient. Yes. Like I was working last night while having it on and I'm a big, that's how I get everything done is yes. multitasking. Yeah. And so the fact that I was able to self-care while working on everyone's cyber monday sales was amazing it's so cool because it's like it it has like all the cutouts you know for like your eyes your nose your mouth and you can tighten it however tight or loose you want it and it will just like fit to everyone's face like i put it on jovi don't cancel me but i put on my three-year-old because she you know is just interested in everything i'm doing and she like could put it on perfectly on her tiny little face yeah it's great if you're like claustrophobic yes I would say it takes your eyes like a minute to adjust. Mm-hmm. I would, I think after like the third use, my eyes were like adjusted. Yeah. The selfies I took were great. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see those. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Is that all? Oh, love the Epicutus lipid mask too yes. for all my stress inflammation that I have this holiday season. Did you put it on with your mask? Your no, that's, light? I was thinking about doing that tonight because it. it was not my full like one week. But mm. yeah, I think I'll do it tonight. Do it. 
Send me pictures. Yes, 100%. So do you keep the mask on and then put it over top? You can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. Okay. It's happening. Do it. I'm excited. (laughs) Such a great self-care night. I'm just imagining it now. Amazing. Okay. My weekly favorite is this bloom and grow guide for like emotional intelligence for kids. I think that the company's name is bloom and grow. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's what it's called. Um, but it's essentially this, like, it's a PDF guide. It, it comes with like two big books and it's all about like how to make your kids smarter using like less screen time, how to ask them like thought provoking questions and different activities that you can do with your kids so that they're not on the screen all the time. And so we used it this week and Jovi's just obsessed with it. I love that they have like holiday themed cutouts and different things to color and cute. It's just so cute. So um, I'm going to put a link so you guys can go check it out, but I got it for half off this week and I think that their sales probably still going. I would assume it's going through tomorrow. Most companies probably are. Yeah, probably through tomorrow. So um, yeah, go check them out. It's like a small business. I think that they're based up in Utah, but super cute and it came super fast. So that is mine. What's your update? Cute, cute. My update is, well, it's Thanksgiving. So I had Thanksgiving with my family and my husband's family and it was a lot of fun. It is my favorite meal of the entire year. I've had Thanksgiving the past three days, like in a row. I just love it so much. Turkey's my favorite. Okay, turkey is your favorite part. Turkey, well, turkey's my favorite meat, but I think my favorite part is either the green bean casserole or stuffing or the jello pretzel. Okay, jello pretzel? Yeah, you don't do that? No. Oh my gosh. No, I'm, I'm just like the classic turkey Thanksgiving meal, Yeah, but I do it all. But yeah, it's my one time I cook a year. So love pretzel though. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I might have some leftover in my fridge. And if I do, you have to have some after we finish because it's so good. Uh, Just because it gives you like a little sweet, a little salty. Okay. This is what it looks like. Okay. Yes, I have had this. Okay. So my stepmom has made that before. She also makes like a marshmallow whipped type dish that's similar to something like that it's like green or have you had it's like a pistachio yes Yes. writer's family does that yeah so she would do that and this so i do know what you're talking about okay yummy yeah yeah no it's so good so yeah did that perfect peel again (laughs) favorite and update and still running we're working on it Sorry, I was just like blinding you. Uh, But that's really it. I'm not fully committed to the half yet. Maybe a 10K. Maybe a 10K. I think we could, we could for sure do a 10K. Yeah. So we'll see. That, that is that. Amazing. What's your update, Haley? Oh, my update. Oh gosh. Um, well, I'm here doing the podcast. (laughs) I have almost survived Black Friday, I feel like it's been Black Friday month. I'm sure many of you feel like it's been Black Friday month. So we are almost done after tomorrow evening. It'll come to a close. And then we have 12 Days of Christmas to prep for in the marketing world. And all the holiday gifts and gift guides and all the things. We have our meeting tomorrow night. We have our (laughs) flourish meeting tomorrow night. Yeah, no, I feel like that's been, I've just been like giant heavy work mode helping 
so many people. And then I cooked my Thanksgiving meal that I do for my entire family. It's my once a year time that I cook and give Ryan a break and won my turkey competition again. And slay. Yeah. (laughs) It's a thing. It's a title. It's a title. Um, yeah, that's about it. Nice. So happy for you. Thank you. I'm so glad that you won your competition again. (laughs) I mean, sorry, Ryan, but there's just, I did tell him next year what I would do is I would prep his turkey for him. Oh yeah. And then he could like go smoke it. And then we would try that, like my version of my turkey. And then he goes smokes it. And then we'll see. I I still will win. Ryder should teach him how to smoke a turkey. Because Ryder smoked three in the last like five days. No, no, no. They're not bad. They're just nothing like. Oh. Like I'm telling you, mine is like, and a lot of people get triggered by this word, but like it's so moist. And just taste. Okay, but for oh, turkey, good. like I feel like most people's biggest complaint is the dryness. Yeah. So no, that's valid to no, say that. Literally, it's probably it's almost better than like yeah, it is better than steak. Like that's how good it oh, is. Wow. Yeah. I like turkey that doesn't taste like turkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to <laughs> let you try. No. Try it. But Thanksgiving round seven. Yeah. Next time we see each other. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Our next business meeting yes (laughs) what are your updates um okay running um still trying to run um I don't feel like it's easy to run when it's butt cold outside early in the morning and so I'm still working on just slowly getting better I just I literally hate running in the cold like nothing I hate more than that except for flies well it like stiffens up your muscles too when you're cold yeah and like I have like no air in my lungs, and I'm just cracking up because this isn't cold compared to like where I oh I know live. Well, lived. it's like forty degrees is so cold when you're running. <laughs> okay, it's cold for me. <laughs> um, but I did do a lot of Pilates this week, which was so nice. It just like makes my body feel so much better. Did and you guys go together? No, we still need to go together. Our schedules like have not been lining up. Hence why we podcast on Sundays. I just yeah. need to go with one of you guys. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's my 2024 goal. I'll send you my schedule of when I'm going. I'm booked for every day this week, so we'll see how many days I actually go. Wait, so you can book? Yeah, I book in advance. And then what if you can't go? You I just, just like drop it. Okay. Oh. It's and it's right over. There might be a fee, but mm. it's right here. Yeah, it's like right over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I started going to this one because it was so close. So... Love that. And I also got, is it Hale is with Faye? Is that like her mm-hmm. business name? Yeah. I got her planner and it's like a manifestation life, like putting your life together. I don't even it's, know like how to correctly describe it. It's a planner that you've never seen before. It's a, yeah, she calls it her quantum leap. So she's That's a client nice. of mine from and a lot of people know her from hair love university yes um and so she originally was speaking for like hair sets but now it's kind of like brought into beauty entrepreneurs just female Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and it has all the amazing things in there this is the person whose breathwork course i'm doing yeah that's like her thing that i am doing (laughs) she's great she's great and so i've been like writing down all these things for next year and I'm feeling really inspired and just trying to like get my life together for the new year trying to like set my priorities straight and like 
figure out what I'm looking for in this new year. I'm like not a super big new year, new me kind of person, but I'm more of like a new month, new me. <laughs> like every month I, I try to reset as That's much great. as I can. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm feeling inspired. So yeah, thanks to this little planner. <laughs> it's not a little planner. It's a oh, big it's planner. It's huge. Yeah. It's like a, it's a novel of a book. So yeah, I'm excited about that. But Haley, we have a lot of questions for you today. Cannot wait. And I cannot wait to ask all these questions that everyone has asked us to ask you. Um, Okay, well, Rachel, do you want to get started with the first one? Yeah, I just... (laughs) Every time we pass the microphone. Uh, I just want to ask first, like, how you initially got started into marketing and owning your own business for it and how you came to be where you are oh my goodness well we don't have a whole hour to listen to my story (laughs) um but I went to school originally thinking I was going to become a nurse and so I went to nursing school and had a lot of skin issues like my senior year which I feel like a lot of people who get into aesthetics I feel like comes from personal issues and things and so um I wanted to go work for a dermatologist so while going to nursing school I actually went to SD school too and um just like fell in love with like all that kind of stuff and then somebody found out that I was in aesthetic school and when they hear aesthetics from where I'm from in Washington they thought makeup and so she invited me to come to a photo shoot and at that time when you're 18, any opportunity, you're like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And so I went up there and started doing makeup. And one of the times that I was doing makeup, the hairstylist didn't show up. And I was like, oh, I could do hair. I've, I did my friend's hair in high school. I've done my mom's hair. Like I can do it. And so I ended up starting doing hair and, um, I ended up getting into like Seattle Bride Magazine, Oregon Bride Magazine, like all these crazy things. Wow. Yeah. And one day I got a message from somebody and they were like, hey, I hear you're doing hair. Do you have a license? And I was like, oh, I just do it for fun. Da, 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 da. Like I'm just helping out. And they're like, no, you have to have a license to be able to brush hair, basically. And I was like, oh my gosh, I what? got so scared. I was like, I have to sign up. Like, this is it, you know? And so I ended up going into hair school so that way I could keep working this with this photographer and like all these things. And from then on, I ended up opening up a salon that did really well. And after like three months of opening the salon, we won like best salon in our like county. So crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) And uh, I also like went to college before, like while I was in hair school too, and I switched my major from nursing to business because I start, I wanted to like know more about business world and like all that kind of stuff. So I did that and then flashed to the opening up a salon and then we expanded and then we opened up a barbershop. And okay, wait, you need to elaborate on this barbershop because it's so cool. Oh, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, so w- when we we had a salon, it was a two story salon and COVID happened. And when we came back from COVID, we really just realized we needed more space. Washington was super strict and we were kind of just like busting out of the seams. We had 
more stylists and we had space and we had more clients and I also had a boutique inside too. So it was like a clothing boutique and products and hair and all of the things. And we had like teeth whitening and aesthetics and we were just busting out of the seams. So I ended up moving, finding a huge space. It was like just under 5,000 square feet, moved us all in that, but we still had this other space and our town, we got so many phone calls about guys wanting cuts because guys needed hair done. And so I was like, well, what's the solution? Let me open up a barber shop. And so I told Ryan, I wasn't going to be able to like fully manage it. I wanted him to, and that's my husband, be able to do it. And he was like, well, I always wanted like a brewery. And so he ended up doing like a brewery up top. That's so cool. So it was really cool. Yeah. And so we served like beer and stuff and then had like a lounge guy like chill area and then downstairs it was like a whole full barbershop it was really cool and then um I just loved what I did and I would have constantly clients sit in my chair and have I attracted of course what we do is we attract people that are similar to us I attracted a lot of entrepreneurs sitting in my chair and I'd give them like advice you know you just sit you tell your hairstylist everything and I would help them out with like their social media. I'd be like, you guys should do this with your business or what about this? Or I had one client in particular that she had a dream about opening up her own boutique. And I was like, you need to do it. Like you have the personality, just do it. If you do it, I will help you. And she was like my very first social media client. And I have her to this day and she's just like Aww, so sweet. And so they just celebrated they're another anniversary and it's just been so fun to watch and from then it just trickled like I got another client another client and I was juggling owning a salon owning a barbershop being a mom being a wife and then running people's marketing and I think after COVID most of us realized like work isn't all that's important and so I told Ryan if there was ever an opportunity for us that I could step away from owning these businesses, I totally would. And we honestly just like really prayed about it. And this opportunity happened to move us here to Arizona. And I sold both of my businesses and was like, I could just do social media as a full-time job helping people. Cause that's truly what I wanted to do. And I love to do that. And here I am helping people. Okay. When did you guys move here? We moved here January the end of January. It was like on my daughter's birthday. So January 29th, what's this year? 20, 2022, I think. Okay. So, so you lived here for like a year. Almost two before years. I met you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. No, literally insane. Like you're just everything that has happened of like how it came to be that I met you. It was just it was perfect timing. Like I was looking for someone to do social media. I knew the vision that I had for Flourish. And it was just like Haley literally plopped in my lap <laughs> as a client. And then I asked her like, so what do you do? And she's like, oh, I do social media. And then I had told her like, oh, I've been like in contact with this agency up in Utah. And then I was like, just send me your, send me your info on your business. And then within, I think it was probably a week. I called you and I'm like, I need help. Yeah. And literally it has changed my life. And it's been honestly the best investment that I've made in my business. I feel like because now I can be more present and something. Okay. I have to say something I like really attracted me to your business was 
your I think it's your tagline or something. It's one of the things that's on your website that, mm-hmm. that said like we run your social media so you can run your business. Yeah, like give you more time. Yes. Yeah. And that was something like I I think a lot of us in this industry feel enslaved to social media and yes. it's like it's never enough. Like and so at least for myself like having you help me just took so much of that like pressure off because like oh, now I can just focus on what I need to focus on, which was growing the back end of my business. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's not easy. And I feel like sometimes to be honest, if I'm being frank, it's like, I get embarrassed about my story because I'm like, wow, you did so much. And then you gave up this like massive salon and barbershop that was like so cool. And you moved and like, why would you do that? But meeting you and I haven't told you this I don't want to cry <laughs> oh my gosh but I realized that like everything that has happened is because of like I'm doing what I am supposed to do because Aww. it's like giving entrepreneurs that I remember those days of like sitting in the salon dang it you're so cute <laughs> <laughs> and like struggling and like wishing for somebody like me that would like get it and I remember those long hours like it's a lot to run a business. It's so much pressure. And then you add employees and the pressure of like your family and like to be able to take that like off of people's plates. I remember just wishing for that. And the fact that I can now give that to others is like exactly what I'm supposed to do, literally what I'm supposed to do. And so it's like the journey seems like a lot, but I'm in the right spot for like what I'm supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Well, and you have such a gift for it too. Thank you. You have such a good creative eye. You're extremely organized. And so I feel like it is just so perfect for you. Yeah, I love it. Like, it's insane. This girl's brain. Okay, her, what is, what is your thing? Your one hour is like my 10 hours of work. Yeah, I always (laughs) tell people, I'm like, I call them like Haley hours. I'm like, okay, so you think like take a regular employee's like one hour, like I can do all of that within like, 20 minutes literally yeah it's amazing like if we have a question about anything virtual online we just text Haley and she within five minutes has like a full-blown pdf of a spreadsheet (laughs) of everything everything's linked with all the pictures it's insane this girl she's just like high functioning well yeah even like ie csc vegas it would not have been possible without you Haley like she not only helps with social media she planned that whole event helping us for our backdrop everything qr codes like everything everything it was insane like we we are obsessed with you oh thanks guys whenever i'm feeling bad i'm just gonna re-listen to this episode (laughs) you need to like oh i couldn't imagine the stress that you have though with working with people like myself no you're fine you're <laughs> fine <Stressful people. laughs> but let's, let's ask okay we have some questions for you from um some of our listeners as well so lem let's talk about your team how many employees do you have and what are each of their duties introduce us to the team okay so myself if i look at it like a tree i have myself and i kind of oversee everything like any ceo and stuff and then um Basically, I'm like caption writing stories. Strategy is my biggest thing, I would say, which I feel like a lot of social media marketing agencies lack a strategist or like having somebody. So I feel like that always sets us apart um, where it's not like you have to come up with the ideas and then we execute. It's like I'm helping you. Yes. 
create everything. So that way it all like flows together. And then we have our lead graphic designer, Ella. She's phenomenal. So good. She's done skin club designs. Didn't she also do Savannah's? She did. Yes. Yep. She did Savannah's. Um, and so she takes all of my crazy strategy ideas and executes it into the most beautiful masterpieces ever. And then we have Brooklyn who helps with like copywriting. She's like our copyright intern. Um, any like little behind the scenes writing things, she executes that. And then we have also another intern, Ava, who she will like schedule posts and stuff like that through like any apps and things like that. And then, yeah, right now we're actually hiring another graphic designer we're growing which I'm so excited I have some big plans for next year so yeah I'm excited I love that's our team yeah I'm excited to watch it grow there's I'm like there's four of us right now Mm -hmm. and then I'm hoping to fill the fifth by that's exciting January I know so cool it's crazy to think that it was just me and now yeah when did you hire your first employee So Ella's almost been with us. So I did internship. So what we would do is we still kind of do it basically, but you enter into like a 90 day internship with us. So you get like college credit. We write you, it's a paid internship. And then we write you like a letter of recommendation basically because I had to learn fully on my own for everything that I know. I think we all know college SD school, like all that stuff. It's like the basics, but like nothing is more valuable than having hands-on experience. So I'd created basically an internship program to do that. Very cool. So you have 90 days, but Ella's almost been a whole year with us. So yeah. It's crazy. That's nice. Do you have any favorite apps or different tools you use for social media? Yes. So Meta, which if you're not familiar with Meta is basically owns Facebook and Instagram. And that's actually what we use to plan or if we need to schedule out a post, we use Meta. Um, I've used Planoly, Preview, a couple of those other ones. And I just feel like every time I use them, I don't feel like the content actually can do its full potential. Good to know because I use Preview currently. Yeah. So I, and like, I don't know if it's true, but from what I've heard and research I've done, just even like my own market research, I feel like it, Instagram almost like hurts the post in a way where it won't like push it fully because it feels like it's like a bot. Oh. That's just my hot take on it. Is that what happened with your thing? Do you think? Which thing? You oh, because my Instagram is freaking out. Could be. Was it in there? Yeah. So, oh, so you can, you scheduled your reel in there. I didn't schedule it. I just like, laid it out I didn't okay. like plan it to post I just use it to lay out yeah yeah it. yeah which I like preview to lay out so like okay. if I'm gonna well that okay <laughs> uh, let me like I'm like you let me words. back up let me back up <laughs> I gotta use my words so we actually developed um one of my good friends is a graphic designer and so she helped me design what's called our content planner which we like sell and it has a grid system in it so you can plan out your feed within so remember when I made you your color yeah thing so you could actually put pictures in and that could be your grid oh just like in canva exactly yep oh my god so we've made it in canva so then you don't have to pay for like the app called preview or later anything to like see it we've created that inside what's called the content planner it's like your plan and then I made you a grid color system to follow your grid color for like aesthetic looking things so we do all of our planning inside the content planner 
you can still look at your thing, but then we go and like schedule inside Meta. Okay. And then if it's an actual reel, that you can schedule now on in Instagram. There's just some certain features that you can't do like oh. collaborative or whatever, but we'll just use like Google Calendar, tell our, give ourselves an alert and then do that. Okay. Interesting. So okay. that's one of my faves. My other fave is probably boards, which Alita told me about. Changed my flipping life. Holy, yeah. Well, and you got to think we have like 15 plus accounts that we're doing links for. And some people's links change. Yeah, you introduced it to me. Yeah. I don't know where I found it, but. It's been life changing. Whoever referred it to me. Thank you. (laughs) It's great. So if you have like a lot of links or you doing affiliates or anything like that, get the boards app. That's the best. Um, Tezza's great for editing photos. I would say that's like my top one. And we don't even use the like paid one. We just get the one, the free part. Um, so CapCut, I feel like is great if you need to like edit videos, but I have heard that if you utilize another like hot take or whatever that people are saying is that Instagram basically doesn't like you using CapCut and will like hurt you. So Instagram's created a CapCut type now to where oh. if you go to Reels, you can upload your videos and it will CapCut it for you. Oh. So basically anytime there's like a really good app like that, I feel like Instagram will come up with an update to try hmm. to keep you inside the app. Okay. So that's, that's cool. kind of like that whole, you know, like where people say the algorithm and stuff like that. Like yeah. as long as you're really like in the app as much as possible, whether it's scheduling um, and posting and just engagement and all that kind of stuff, they'll, they'll reward you in a way. Okay. Um, wow. I feel like those are really my, and then Canva, I guess. Yeah. Like when in doubt, Canva is great, especially for like beginners, people who don't know how to make graphics like on Adobe design, which is what we do often. I think Canva is awesome. That's cool. Love it. Okay. Any hacks creators can do for more engagement? Yeah. I have like a whole engagement thing. Of course. (laughs) Like (laughs) I should come out with a course for it. Um, I really should. That's a great invitation. Um, but I think engagement, you should definitely do it for like 20 to 30 minutes a day. Um, whether that's like you want to break it down, whether you're doing it before a post, after a post, um, that's a great way to grow and again being on the app they like reward you but I think liking people's posts and commenting something authentic not just like fire emojis and like oh my gosh love it like see what they're saying read that caption and then engage is great um and that comment can actually go a long way you don't realize that like people read the comments like I read comments on other people's posts and sometimes click on people's profiles that are commenting on and like that's what you do so like you showing up on somebody else's post can actually do you a favor yeah um so I think that that's great and then I know a lot of people don't like to cold dm but I've created like kind of like some strategies of like I call it a warm dm (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah it's like a little nice warm but basically my favorite thing is like every time you have a follower um, reach out to you, like create a strategy that's like really authentic to you and you can create like a shortcut in your phone where it's pretty generic, but then you can kind of customize it. And that's my 
It's my favorite thing to do and it, it works really well. I feel like that's something that like we've implemented on my social media page this last year and it's helped so much almost like take away a barrier between you and like a new follower because the way that you explained to me was like someone's knocking at the door it's rude like not to open it or like respond yep and so it's like anytime someone follows me we dm them saying like hey thanks so much for the follow like i can't wait to connect message me if you have any questions like would love to chat and i love that and like eighty plus percent people ask respond. questions yeah, yeah like most of the time and i've gotten quite a few clients like especially virtual clients through doing that and it just like opens up for conversation with new followers and i think that that's the way at least for myself personally because i really struggled connecting i think with like estheticians online because i'm not a huge engager myself on my on my instagram and so being able to have like those little conversations. Like if you DM me, I will always respond, but I cannot promise that it's always going to be me commenting on your post as much as I want it to be all the time. Um, I'm trying to do better, but it's, it's something like I've never been super great at, but I'm very big DM or voice texter. And so it's made it easier, at least for myself to have that kind of connection with our industry and like community. So that's yeah. a great idea. I need to start doing that. Honestly, yeah. it's so great. And I will probably switch up yours, I think, in the beginning of the year. But for some of my other clients that have, like, coaching offerings, like, they give, like, usually, like, a little freebie to get people to, That's like, cute. even download, too. Yeah. Um, or I've worked with, like, a new product company, and we have them basically, like, fill this out, and we'll send you kind of, like, a free sample product. They're really oh, nice. trying to, like, push out their stuff. So, like you don't realize how well that works and the response is insane. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, I forgot another app that I want to tell people about. Tell us. Mini chats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mini? Mini chats. M-A-N-Y chats. C-H-A-T-S. I should see if I get affiliate with that. I think I could, but that app, life-changing. Basically what happens is people can DM a word like links or whatever. We have it all different things. And it will send that link automatically to the person via DMs. You pay for it. Worth it. So amazing. Um, You have to be kind of careful with the words that you're choosing. Yeah. Because sometimes (laughs) it can just DM people. Yeah. One of my friends messaged me. She's like, stop. Yeah. Like as like a omg kind of like yeah. stop and then it, like my many chats sent her like a even subscribe from many chats or something yeah. she's like what the heck she's like a robot just messaged me from your account. yeah <laughs> yeah funny. so you have to be a little but, careful but it can help and just be like open i feel yeah. like nowadays it's pretty like many people are doing it but yeah. so helpful especially when you're like going to sell something or people are messaging you about booking like if you get a lot of dms mm-hmm. about people wanting appointments or how to book and you're like i cannot manage my dms anymore like you can set it up that's like hey if you've rec- you know or asking about how to book here's my booking link if it mm-hmm. doesn't regard this you know yeah message me back again and you know push the dm back up i don't know there's so many different ways but that has helped a lot of my clients out a lot that's so cool that's really useful it's great it's great yeah nice so how important do you feel like it is to post on social media every day like just instagram posts not necessarily stories um i definitely am a social media marketing manager thinking quality over quantity I think a lot of us don't have time to consume as much as we used to 
um, just since COVID, I feel like we're on it a little bit less this year. We've noticed. So I feel like as long as you're pumping out quality content and people are able to like see your stuff, like whether they're landing on your page for the first time or they're like seeing it once in a while, I think that's fine. I'd say ideally like three to five times a week okay. I would be posting. Yeah. Like but again, that. make sure that you're not posting to post. We're not just like simple before and after and then being like, check it out before and after. It's like, let's post with a purpose. Let's tell them like what the service was, what the client is using as a regimen, you know, something like that. So do you think still pictures or reels are better right now? Mm, I think a combo of both. It also depends on what your target market is. So I think for you're like hmm Um, I think for like this specific industry I think if you're going to show a before and after transformation obviously stills are going to be great if it's products I don't feel like a picture is going to go a lot further than versus showing up how to use the product and what it looks like I think that video wise and then if you're going to educate I think you can do both either or okay yeah you could do like a carousel or a reel either way honestly I tell a lot of people that like are like I don't I'm out of ideas go recycle take one of your stagnant posts or your carousels and turn it into a reel or turn your reel into a carousel like you guys can recycle content just turn it into a different way yes I love that when you're in a rut, just mm-hmm. look back. Just look back. <laughs> inspired by yourself. Yeah. yeah. And like one of my favorite things is to look at like, okay, what's done the worst? And sometimes people's worst posts, they're like, I spent a lot of time on that. And then I like to think, okay, well, what's a different strategy of like how you can put that out where people may want it? Totally. Yeah. And I have a question talking about this subject. How important do you feel like Instagram captions are like if they're super long do you feel like people usually just swipe past it do you think shorter is better um I feel like you definitely have to have a catching eye like first sentence definitely that makes a big difference um whether it's just saying like do you want this like skin routine read below you know or like something like that or aren't these want to know how to get these results you know something like that Mm -hmm. I think is going to be the most important but um it just kind of depends on the post like if you're going to do a carousel and it kind of has a lot of the words in it I don't feel like your caption has to be too lengthy but I think about what I like to look at and I definitely go and read captions but if you're the type of person who doesn't read captions, then most likely the people that you're attracting are probably not reading captions too. Mm -hmm. So how else are you going to like grab their attention? You got to think of different ways where I would say it needs to be in the real, the info needs to be in the real or the, like a carousel post. Awesome. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. How important do you think it is that estheticians share bits and pieces, bits and pieces of their personal life on social media Do you think it needs to be all business or can we be sharing more personal stuff? Mm, My personal opinion is that you need to share personal, which I know a lot of people don't like to share that much, but it's 2023. People want to buy from people. People don't want to buy from a business or a company anymore. Like people are over that. And so as long as they know that like one, you're using the product two, you get the services and three, they get to get to know you. They're more likely to be spending money on you and doing the things that you want to do versus just anybody saying it. 
um, it's going to go a lot further than someone just posting the product and nothing they don't know, you know? And also in the service industry, it's very intimidating. It's very intimidating to walk into someone's space and be vulnerable, especially when it comes to skin. That's Mm -hmm. like in any health thing. Same with like hair. I remember that's what I feel like made me more successful than certain stylists in our town was that I was able to like show into my life. I was able to like show my kids or my family or like little things. And I attracted those people that had those similarities too. Um, so yeah, I think that it's big. I feel like my demographic of clients, like all of my clients, I would say are between 30 to 50. Like that's my main demographic. And I, I feel like that's how I come across online. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like an older soul. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. I think it has a great deal. And I think when there's people, I've had some clients that are like, oh, I'm just not attracting clients right now. Or it's like kind of a little like stagnant. It's like, but are you showing up still? Totally. Cause like, how can you expect someone to show up for you and spend their money on you if you're not giving them the same in return? Which yeah. I know that mindset kind of sucks sometimes but it's it's the truth this this is the age that we live in with that do you feel like clients care about how many followers you have um like me personally or just just like in general in general I think that depends on the client and their personality I definitely have Mm. seen clients judge somebody on that but I think now knowing everything that I have known in the last I don't know, 11 years, 12 years of business. I don't think follower count really does not matter. Sadly, I've seen people with a lot of followers who do not provide the best service. You see them for 10 minutes and that's it. And they're in and out and it's like, oh, okay. But they have that many followers. So that's why people see them, you know, where then you see someone with maybe 500 followers, but you get like a really meaningful appointment and you get the value, like the value is more there. So I just think that's where I think showing up and sharing the experience, who you are, all of those things really can go further than a follower count. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's kind of my belief. I feel like, but I think that there are clients out there that definitely want to go with who has the followers or that popularity. And that's just, that's, but is that like the kind of client that you want if they're exactly. only seeing yeah. you because of your popular, like they just want to show up on your page. Exactly. I think mindset <laughs> has a lot to do with marketing right now. Like as far as like not the consumer, but the person putting out the content, it's like we have to change our own mindset of being like yeah. my follower count really doesn't matter, but me being a good person, me giving my clients the value that they deserve, me showing off what I can provide to clients so that way I can attract the people that I do want. Because totally. do you really want every single buddy and their mom? No, you're probably not going to like all yeah. those personalities. <laughs> yeah. Like you want to make <laughs> sure that true. they're like authentic for you too. Yeah. That's so true. I love that. Can you talk about copyright and what is and isn't okay to share on social media? Mm-hmm. And if that changes, if credit is given and how you and your team go about that? Yeah, this is huge. This is huge. And it's going to actually like warning. It's going to be big next year. It's already happened for a few people. Um, for instance, 
on TikTok, a girl had a brow course who took pictures from another person's Pinterest and just got sued for $20,000. And she, she just talked about like the whole story. And, um, she's like, I had no idea. I just don't want this to happen to anybody else. And it's something that even me last year learning from one of my friend's situations, um, it's a big deal. So basically if you don't give, it's called copyright infringement and you can sue somebody up to $30,000. Um, oh. per piece of copy written content. And this is not just a caption. This is like artwork too. So you take a screenshot off of somebody's part of their story or their post or anything. And you utilize that to sell or market one of your things that's called copyright infringement. And you can get sued up to $30,000 for that. So with that being said, you have to make sure though that your brand is copyright and you go and get all of that kind of stuff um, and trademarked and all of that. But even past that, I've seen people without trademarks go and do it later and get sued and all that kind of stuff. So with our business, we make sure, sure you can take an inspiration, but we never copy and we make sure each of our posts are individualized. And that's why we spend so much time with each of our clients researching and checking and making sure nothing is taken um but I'm trying to think back to the question because this is like such a big thing tell me again just all the things okay yeah so Pinterest so if you give credit to someone yeah so here's here's in examples I feel like it's always best to like share with examples is taking a screenshot off of Pinterest and utilizing it in your story or on your content or something that that is considered copyright infringement and if that person sees your thing they could potentially come after you and be like hey that's my thing you didn't give me credit if you give credit and say this image is from pinterest or this is from this person that changes it because you're giving credit where credit is deserved i feel like that's where that like whole line kind of came from um and this is all like you can google all about copyright infringement like this is nothing I'm not a lawyer but I've done enough research and had enough clients who I know about um and then same with like if you're taking like a let's say you're like sharing a post of somebody's and just like like on yours I always make sure we like say like from blah 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 you know just to like protect make sure we never like x out the name if we're ever like resharing somebody's because resharing content's huge right like mm-hmm. as for you like our goal is we want so many shares and saves yeah. like we that's like what our goal is right that will help boost your instagram engagement mm-hmm. and reach but we also have to make sure that we never take away from somebody's ownership of their creating the content um i'm trying to think of like other ideas some people's trademark their branding so if you take somebody's colors some people own their colors like their color combos their fonts yeah i think that the skinny confidential like trademarked her pink mm -hmm. that she uses on everything yeah wait i'm confused like so some brands can only have certain colors and another brand can't you couldn't if they trademarked that branding combination you would not be able to utilize that to market i that oh, is crazy. I, there's a company. I can't remember who it is, but I, I just heard of a company who like actually trademarked a color. Mm-hmm. I had no idea you could do that. Yeah. 
Wow. Like, I think that's just is. so crazy to me because there's only so many colors. So I'm like, what happens <laughs> well, if like they all? It's a specific shape. It's a bit, you know, like specific, like the hex things. codes and oh. like the combos and like all that stuff. So when you're filling out your trademark Got it. whole thing, um, it's a very like specific thing, but okay. it's, I'm, t- I'm warning everybody now in 2024, you will be so surprised at how much this is going to be coming out. Um, and yeah, you crazy. I'm wow. yeah. So make sure you're, you, this is why like fo- content photo shoots are so important. Like go get your once yeah. a quarter and once a year con- and like make your own content, like find, go on Pinterest and like find that inspo, but like recreate it. Like, yeah. because <laughs> it's, it's, you can get in a lot of trouble. There are some free ones to find. So I love Pexels and Unsplash and you can like pay to get even more. Um, you know, there's different types of like places that you can utilize to like grab photos from and stuff, but be very careful. Um, I was going to share my trademark lawyer girl. I have it's she trademarks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's who I use. Yes. She trademarks and on Instagram. Yep. She's on. She's awesome. She's great. And you can trademark your name or branding. It's so like clue Rayona green. Yeah. Like so she's pretty meant to be a lawyer yeah she she's great phenomenal I love her. so smart it's been so easy to work with her mm-hmm. i've had several meetings with her just trademarking flourish like the name and it's we're like in the process of everything being passed i guess mm-hmm. or whatever you call it but no it's been so much easier and like just to be able to cover your butt it's so worth it and it is a little bit of an investment but just for all the hard work that you put into like your online presence it's worth covering your butt exactly so people don't steal from you exactly yeah so i always recommend like trademark your name trademark your branding and um your content like and i've had another client recently her whole content got copied by another um business that was exactly like hers from another marketing agency and you know she's trademarked it and so she was able to like reach out and be like, hey, this is copyright infringement. Like, I don't want any bad blood in a way, but just, you yeah. know, like you you can't do this. Yeah. And so they had to take down their posts. And so I think it's something that a lot of people are not aware of. I wasn't aware of it until my friend's situation, sadly. Um, and we, she luckily has invested thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to learn all this information. Um, but yeah, so... That's so good to know. Um, I do have to tell you too, going back to the stock images, I texted you a while ago because I wanted to make a post and I found a really cute image. Whoops, dropped the microphone from Pinterest. And I was like, how do I get something like this? And I actually, it's so funny. I have to tell you, I ended up buying the equipment I needed yeah. for the photo yeah. and doing a photo shoot literally here in my house Good. and it looks totally fine. Yeah. Like it actually looks like great. So I'm like, cool. I like now in the back of my mind, don't have to worry about exactly copyright or yeah. any of that. It's, it's hard. It's hard now knowing what I know too, because how easy is it to screenshot something on Pinterest and be able to utilize it? And instead it's like, yeah, I do have to invest in all that. But also like, I'm not about to get sued for $20,000 or $30,000. Like, no, thank you. Um, And so, yeah, I highly recommend she trademarks or yeah. Right. She trademarks 
contact her and you can ask her any questions. Like I am not a lawyer. I just have learned through like client experiences, friend experiences, um, and making sure that like I'm protected too. Um, but I feel like everybody should do it. And I know that it's like, oh, seeing that trademark form and how much it costs and then hiring a lawyer to like get all the paperwork and stuff for you. Like, it's like, I don't need that, but it's like, you do trust me. You do. And we've had that conversation. Well, like right after I changed, like, or publicly announced that my business's name was Flourish, the amount of like people's names that I saw in the industry changed their name to Flourish. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of disheartening. I'm like, wow, like (laughs) what the crap? Yeah. And it's not like I, I don't own the name or own the word Flourish, but like right now I literally own it for the aesthetics no. industry. Yep. I, I own it for wellness. Like no yep. other place can open up any other wellness or aesthetics business with the name flourish in it. So exactly. And I feel now like my butt's covered. Yeah. And now you're able to contact people that have what you're doing. Yeah. And if they use, you know, and say, Hey, sorry, you can't like, you need to take this down. Yeah. Not saying you can just go after them and like open up a lawsuit, <laughs> but you now yeah, have the no. trademark right to, give them the paper that says, Hey, is it called like a cease and desist? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And you know, I've had clients who we've done so much research trying to figure out like a name, we've had a great name and we launch it and then they've gone a cease and desist and it sucks, but that's just like the name of the game. And so then we go back to the drawing board and you know, it happens, but like, and honestly it's 2023, like think how many business names and all the trademarking, like there's only so much you can do, but if you have a lawyer who can look into it for you, like this is why you pay those money. So if you're thinking about doing a business and having a name change, definitely hire the lawyer to check into the name first before you go and get your business license and like all that kind of stuff, because it's crazy. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, next up says, um, what do you think is the best thing someone can do to build a relationship with others online? And what do you think is the most important thing? Oh, wait. Yeah, just like that we can that we can do with each other in the industry. Um, you know, the saying that always goes around community over competition. I feel like this is what was in my town. I always remember like people copying or, you know, the, like being in the same industry. It's like, I'm one person. I can only take so much in a day. You know, you're not going to work 24 hours. There's enough people in a town or the world to like go around. Um, and so I feel like create a really good authentic group of people who you can refer to, and then they can refer to you, especially in your guys's industry. I feel like, you know, let's talk about like, there's like acne or aging or like different skin color types, like all those kinds of things. Like you're not, you cannot be an expert in literally everything. Like it's as much as like we would love to, I always call it like you could give 80%, but why wouldn't you just give like your 100% to like the one group and then be able to refer it. And so I feel like that's a huge thing and ways to do that is commenting on people's stuff and being like, wow, I love this. And like, really like doing your research on those people and seeing what they're doing um, and being a cheerleader and you showing up. And just because they're not giving it back to you doesn't mean to stop, Um, but it's a way to like grow your audience and grow the people that like you can be in your community, I guess, in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that mean girl mentality and that's just like our inner selves you know like an insecurities like we just have to remember like okay I need to move past this it's just an insecurity of my own Mm -hmm. how can I you know move past this and honestly just like opening up to people and just being like I would love to 
refer you to people? You know, what, what kind of clients are you looking forward to? Yeah. Um, I feel like it would be good. So on that same note though, what do you do if someone is like blatantly copying? Like, how do you, how do you go about that? yourself yeah or what um, do you advise to us because a lot of times it's easy to feel that way because we're all doing the same thing yeah yeah sometimes you can tell it's like carbon copying if it's carbon copying I mean I've had to grow into this where before I would not say anything um I've loved the days when I had my salon and I put so much effort into my marketing and then you know 20 minutes later I got another salon down the street just made the same post, you yeah. know, and I just bit my tongue. Um, and like, there's some situations where I think you just bite your tongue, but other times where if you, if it really is bothering you now, as I've gotten older, I just be like, Hey, it could be a coincidence, but I'm feeling this way. Um, you know, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm seeing. If I'm wrong, just know, like, this is, this is just how I'm feeling. And maybe then that brings awareness and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, like, I had no idea or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. but like, I feel like it's so important, especially with like mental health is like getting that off your chest and just use those words. Like I'm feeling like this, or like, I, I have seen this versus being like, everyone's seeing this or like blah, 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 told me this, yeah. or, you know, I think that there's just like a way that you can present a situation like that. That's what I would I probably like do. Yeah. Love, 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 love. love. Just don't copy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe just be like, hey, Blank, can I, I want to do utilize this. Or just, like, we've done this before in yours of, like, we've liked a post, and we've literally gone credit and be like, as Blank said. Oh, yeah. Remember we did that one time, and it was like, they appreciated it. I think they even DM'd you, and were yeah. like, thank you so much for, like, just doing that. Because there are people that have great knowledge, and maybe there isn't a way that you can reword something. But, like, I think credit just goes such a long way mm -hmm. and um yeah. yeah I agree and it's not hard to say like this was inspired no, by this person and making it your own way without carbon copying exactly because yeah. that can be extremely frustrating for sure exactly and like they, they put effort into it and maybe they've hired a marketing agency to help you know invest in their content like all of that kind of stuff so I feel like yeah it, just, it really goes a long way. I think that that's like where my frustration has come from with, I feel like some people who've copied what I do is because I pay for mm -hmm. like help with my stuff because I don't feel like I have that same creativity. And so it's like I'm outsourcing for help and then for people to just take like my exact post or, you know, just my exact business or something and then just like go do it. <laughs> yeah it gets frustrating because I I feel like I I did the work for it to pay for someone to help me yeah you've invested a lot yeah it yeah. is a bummer it's so. a bummer so give credit We're or credits, credits too. yep yeah. and you're never going to stand out if you are doing that absolutely yeah and also you giving credit to someone else is not going to take away ever from you yeah ever 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 I promise you are not going to get an unfollow and someone's going to go follow that other person <laughs> like that is just not yeah. gonna happen yeah. yeah. And if that follower does do that, then like They're they, lame. yeah, they weren't <laughs> supposed to be your follower in the first place. Like you don't want followers like that. So, but I promise I've never heard a client complain about being like, I've lost followers because I gave credit to somebody. Yeah. It's like, that just doesn't happen. Agreed. If anything, you'll gain followers from giving that credit to that person because then that credit person will probably <laughs> reshare it and then people will go check out the other person. Sure, facts. Crazy thing, but <laughs> I bet it would happen. 
What do you think the most important things are to have in an Instagram bio? Okay, mm, your name, 100%. First and last. First and last. Like people do not realize that I have shown up places and been like, I don't even know this person's name. No mm-hmm. idea. No idea. Yeah. And so, especially if you're a service provider, you have to have your name in there, in your name. Plus, especially like the profile name part. I think that that's super important right now because that's how you're going to be searched. Like most people know your name. So if you change anything to just saying like Arizona esthetician, right? Like, okay. But like, I have no idea your name. Like, but if Mm -hmm. people know your name or like the business, it should always still stay in your name. Um, so that's like first thing location, I think is the second thing general area. That's just going to be better for like SEO, Um, and that's search engine optimization. If anybody doesn't know what that is. So that's like how you show up. If you want to show up on Google, if you want to just be found in any way, keywords, that's, you know, if someone's searching for like Gilbert, Arizona skin, like you're probably going to, your posts are going to show up more because it's in your bio. Um, I like to see an address, um, specialties probably would be like what you do. I don't think taglines anymore are great unless your tagline has something like healing, you know, skin from the inside out. I feel like that's like, uh, like, okay, I get that, but you're not just like healing skin, you know? Yeah. Like we need something. So I think stay away from too many taglines. Um, what's another, oh, call to action. That's like my biggest thing. Like I want to know what I do on your profile. Like, is it booking? What can I get? Do you have a free download? Um, what, what is it? Some kind of call to action to get people to like click that link in bio and then having a link in bio. Yeah. I think is very, very important. And I know it's not anything to do with like the bio, but highlights. Mm. Like I don't like pages that don't have highlights. I, as a consumer client customer, I almost feel like they're kind of like a robotic account in my opinion. Like I'm like, Oh you don't have, like, I can't see behind the scenes. I can't like binge your content and like, see, I almost feel like it's like. Interesting. Yeah. So you're a highlight stalker. I am like, I (laughs) I am too. Yeah. Really? It's a huge thing. I need to start doing that more. I don't stock highlights. I think I should. Yeah. I feel like when we've, we've asked, I've asked even on like my own Instagram and then like our agency's Instagram. And I'd say usually it's about 90 to 10% of people like look at highlights. Okay. I think it's important. Yeah, that is important. Okay. Yeah. Love. What are your thoughts on hashtags? You know, I love them, (laughs) especially for (laughs) you. I yeah, for you, I you're especially skin service industry. That is how people search. Alita's Instagram, it's insane, but she'll gain probably like fifty plus followers from hashtags every month, just from hashtags. Sometimes, but there's been posts in the past that you've gained like a hundred followers from hashtags. I feel like a lot of people think, oh, I don't need them. They're mm-hmm. dead, whatever. But that's another place for your SEO again. Yeah. Um, and that's just like, put your keywords in there. Um, and so my favorite types of hashtags are to do like your location with what you're doing. Um, okay. So I like, cause you got to think as a consumer or a client, what are you searching on Instagram? So like for when I first moved here, I literally looked for like Gilbert Arizona skin or Gilbert acne specialist. And like yours was like popping up on my for Slay. you page. You know, I think <laughs> even Rachel's did too. Like I remember like a lot of revive stuff did. And so like 
think about like what is that person looking for and like do the geotag of like the location like all of those kinds of things like they really do help and you can go in your instagram and look and see on posts what's found by the hashtags um and all of that kind of stuff so try to test it out and i'd say like five to eight on a post yeah there's ways to like hide them in post too but okay yeah interesting so do you think like for hashtags like not including it necessarily in the caption but like making a comment of them or do you like it in the caption um I've done it both and I've been trying to experiment in the last like month and a half with both I definitely see Alita specifically if it's in the caption it does better oh interesting but if I do it as a comment like it still will be like it's not like it's damaging it more but I have noticed that they will perform I feel like better Okay. If they're in the caption. Okay. And I don't know. I heard that that was an Instagram update that they've, but who knows? It's always changing. Algorithms are, yeah. could be yeah. tomorrow, could be different. Who knows? Okay. I just thought of another question for you. How important do you feel like it is for someone to have their face as their profile picture? Or do you think a business can have just like their logo? I think it depends on what, what it is and who okay. it is. I think that that's huge. Um, if it's a person, I like if you like for Alita's, for instance, like her picture and it's like professional, clean looking, all that kind of stuff. It makes sense. So she because like you can tell like her skin's glowing in it. Like it, it definitely makes sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that it would be good. But I think if it was like the outside of a business, I, it would be like, no. So if it was an actual business, I would make sure like your logo is great right yeah, now for flourish is like perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like her flourish one would have the logo and her personal would be exactly. More. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be like the outside of the store front. Yeah. And then, yeah, I feel like that's good. I've seen people like do like themselves and then put like their name with like a logo over top too. Oh, cute. Um, we do like Instagram audits and I just did one the other day. <laughs> You're like, Oh, um, I just we did gonna talk about this. Okay. I just did one the other day and she's a hairstylist and it was so cute. She had like a really nice, just like picture of herself, but she was like holding shears. And I was like, this is exactly like the branded photo. Like I can tell what you do without having it be like a logo. And then we did like another one who was jewelry. And I was like, I just wanted to pop. So like I helped her create a new like profile picture that popped. You could tell that it was like jewelry. Cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's chat about Instagram audits. We have lots of people who I, I get people messaging me all the time. And especially like in my um, matches with Alita's that I do, I always recommend people do an Instagram audit with Haley if they can, because, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have you explain what your Instagram audits are and are we doing an offer for people? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I may have a couple offers. Okay. So let's, let's chat about Instagram audits and then we'll okay. talk about all the offers at the end. Okay. Yeah. Instagram audits are my favorite. I love them. <laughs> um, and I'm not like mean, I'm not like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, horrible. Like yeah. this is not bad. Like I am, I always tell people at the beginning of a call basically you get like a video of me like dissecting your Instagram and I always say like take everything what I'm saying with a grain of salt at the end of the day I am not you and I am not in your business I have not even probably walked into your business so you're going to know your business the best this is just an outside perspective of someone who sees accounts and knows how a consumer thinks so I always say that but basically we go through and we have like a scale out of 120 points it's super cute and gets delivered (laughs) to you and we go through with 
seeing like how the creativity is, the flow, the branding, and if it makes sense. And we kind of like go through everything from the profile picture, bio, link in bio, um, what kind of posts you're doing, engagement. Um, if you're utilizing everything Instagram and all your social medias have to like offer and we kind of grade it. And then what we, the best part is we give it like a little makeover and we're like, if we had your account, here's what we would do. And so we change the bio for you. Maybe we make you a profile, new profile picture. Um, we re- redo your highlight covers for you. And then we give you like a little, yeah, it's like a little facelift. And then you get like a preview of like what your, um, profile could look like with like our content creation that we do. So yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. And you get all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Should I tell them the offer? (laughs) Yeah. Let's tell them the offer. And so they can marinate on it until the end of the episode. (laughs) So we usually do these audits for $99, but for skin club podcast, do you guys have the listeners names listeners we, need we should you guys need to come with a yeah. name for yeah. them okay comment on this episode you guys <laughs> for what you guys want to be called yeah um but for you guys we are gonna do them 50 percent off oh my goodness wow Alita's <laughs> like i want one i, I, I like, no. I do another one. Oh my gosh Holy cow. i'm like i actually am booking one with you when we finish recording seriously that's so cool <laughs> yeah so they just need to use i think it's skin club podcast is all the code when you check out and the link is in our bio i can give it to you guys too but they just have to enter that code and they can get it between now and december 3rd i think is when i had it expire so generous holy cow thank you wow wow you guys take advantage of this if you don't i'm gonna be so mad (laughs) so good wow i love that yeah that's phenomenal okay um what do you think the best thing for new solo SDs to be doing, or even just like estheticians who are working for someone to bring in new clients? Showing up a lot. Um, one thing that I learned when I was in the hair industry was take that one client and create five pieces of content from them. Like, you know, when you're new, it's really hard to get people in the door, right? And so I always say like, how can you take this one person as an opportunity to create five different things from them where like people don't feel like it's like the same face over and over again. Yeah. So um, take your befores and your afters. And if you cannot remember to do it, put a piece of paper somewhere in your room, whether it's like by the sheet or the pillow and it literally is like says before and after. I used to have some of my girls like tape it to the mirrors. That's like before and oh, after. Yeah or set reminders in their phones. Um, those it's huge. Plus it's an insurance policy. Like you have no idea you're messing with somebody's skin. Same with hair. It's like, there's been times where I remember people being like, I had hair that was this long and then she made it this long. And it's like, "Mm, no, we have a picture. Like that's not true. It was always that long, you know? So insurance policy, take your before and afters, creating lots of content, um, content ideas that I would do is like before and after taking the skin, uh, time lapses or just like a regular, like slow-mo video. Um, and then product regimens recommending them for skin care types. Um, talking about just like a single product or the service that you're doing, you know, all of those kinds of things. And then talking about your availability I feel like is huge, you know, don't, you're not constantly being like, oh, I have an appointment today, you know, but just being like, hey, reminder, here is my availability. Okay. Um, I think it's all the way of how you word things. Do you think that your availability should be posted a specific way? 
like with a picture of you or like what's the most inviting way to post your availability without it making it seem like your availability is like wide open? I think it depends on everybody's per, like what's the demographic. So recycle and try a picture of you posting it and then trying it like you actually doing the service and then doing it with like a before and after like transformation and then see what you've noticed and like recycle it maybe do that consistency of like those three recycling it like two to three times and then try to keep track like okay when I did it of me I actually got like four link clicks on this story or okay when it was like a before and after I actually got like 10 link clicks this time and two bookings and just okay. like see what converts. Yeah, that makes sense. But I think for everybody it could be different, but those are like the three ways that I would test it out and see. Okay. Awesome. Okay, we have one more listener question and it says, best tip you have for growing your following and audience? I love Instagram ads right now. And I think there has been, um, I think, Ads companies have made it really bad for ads, I feel like, because they've taken, they're really costly. Like I know people have charged $5,000 for one ad. And I think that is just like insane and robbery. I actually have a huge problem with ads people. (laughs) If any ads people are listening, sorry. But I just feel like they are not authentic. And I feel like they're taking a lot of money for what something isn't necessarily like the hardest to do. Mm -hmm. And so- If you're wanting to run and like grow your business, running an Instagram ad and like doing boost post can significantly help you. And my favorite way to do that is to hit the boost post and do like an automatic audience, run one with an automatic audience and another one with like your location of an audience and your demographic and like test them both out and then set a budget, whatever a day. It doesn't mean that it's always going to reach $5 a day. It doesn't $3, whatever it is, but do a max budget and then hit it to run until paused. Don't set a date either. And just, you'd be so surprised at like the growth that it does. We've tested it. It really works very, very well. Um, And if you feel like your ad isn't performing, then maybe it's something to do with like what it's actually saying. Like it's the content versus that too. So good to know. Yeah. I think ads. The Instagram ones? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Same. Even if a Facebook, if your audience is hanging out more on Facebook, which there are people sometimes on Facebook, like I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I go on it to check some family's posts. Like, um, I think if you're a boutique, you would probably want to stick to like Facebook ads, but like service providers, probably not so much. Okay. Wow. Good to know. That's really good to know. That is amazing. You are just so wise. Oh, we're going to have to have you back for part two, maybe part three too. Yeah. You know, part two, three, part two, and then part three. Oh, I would love that. No, I could just talk about marketing all day long. You know that. You're amazing. You are so wise and we just love you. Oh, love you guys. Okay. You guys need to go follow her. Um, we're going to do like a special offer. She already announced one of them, but, um, go follow her. It's at Haley Olver on Instagram. It's H A I L L E Y O L V E R. Is that mm-hmm. how your personal one is? Mm-hmm. And then at the dream house agency on Instagram. Um, that's her business one. And then do you want to share your fun deals for our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have lots of different um, offerings. We call it like our resource workshop library. So we have the content planner that I previously talked about. And if anybody uses 
the discount code skin club podcast, all caps, one word, you get 50% off of all these workshops, whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to help everybody out this season. (laughs) Um, so we have the content planner where you can get basically that grid and then pre-plan out your content. And then you have a little video for me teaching you how to use the content planner and just like some holidays. Um, what else does it have? Um, our way that we recycle, through different types of posts and explain them like there's a polarization post there's a promotional post there's an informative post like and we break down all of the types of different posts that you could be doing wow so that's inside the content planner and then we have the instagram audit we also have a pinterest mastermind class which i could talk about pinterest we need to talk about pinterest all day long (laughs) i am so passionate about pinterest um and to hear you got to think like, think about it. How often are you Googling something or Pinteresting something? I go to Pinterest for inspiration. Right? Yeah. Like I am not really like Google. Maybe I'm like, how much is one teaspoon to like yeah. a yeah. tablespoon? Like information. Yeah. But like if I want a recipe or maybe oh, yeah. a skincare regimen or like I'm looking at like oh, how to heal all of the things, all yeah. of the things, right? Hair, Pinterest nails. is where we're going. Right. And it's another SEO thing. So I talk a lot about that and that is actually with one of my friends who we um, were in business together too and we both, she does graphic design and all that kind of stuff. We both did this whole master class on Pinterest. What else do I have? I have an Instagram planner, how to find your dream demographic. If you're just starting and you're like, I don't even know who my ideal client is, who my dream client is out there. We have like a whole little mini course on that. And you discovering have like all these courses, like how to become a millionaire in a month. Yeah, I should. <laughs> no, I'm like now planning on taking yeah. all of them. That's so no, helpful and so nice. It's all there. Thank you. I love that. So is it all just like in a portal that they can purchase? So each one's individual. But like once they purchase it, does it go into a portal? Yep. Okay. Yep. And then we have our biggest one that I feel like everybody could do right now is our holiday Christmas webinar. Mm-hmm. That one was great. That's the one that I took. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So you oh get that one plus a whole like plan of how to do 12 days of Christmas. So if you are a new SD or own, um, any type of like skincare thing, there's a whole plan in there that could not even cost you a penny on like how to do your 12 days of Christmas marketing and get booked out. Um, yeah, just go check out all our workshops. We have like a thousand million. Love. I feel like Love, love, and are love. they all linked in your Instagram bio? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Go Add check them cart. out. All, all of them. them. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, they're great. They're great. And if you're confused at like what to get, DM. Yeah. I'm, I love DM conversations and all the help. So if you have any other questions that you didn't get to ask, totally we'll DM us. back on. Yeah. We're going to yes. have you back on sooner rather than later for all of us to get help <laughs> with the new year, but Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. We just love you. It was so fun. Perfect. Well, that's all we have for today's episode and we'll see you guys next week. Bye Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Skin Club Podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.